0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, welcome everyone. We're continuing in Maseches um, Yavamais. D'af, Chaf, Aleph, amar Aleph. We begin. Two lines to the bottom on Chaf Idmar, bias koyen Ba Amana If a koyen gadol has relations with an amana, an yibum. So we're going to see whether this is talking about Amana Mena Erosin, which is only a lav, or amana Mena an which is a lava asay. But the uh, Gemara says bias koyen gadol amana Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Blazar, Machlokes Rabbi Yochanan and Chad Amar ino poitera sarasa. One opinion holds it does not exempt the Tsara the Khadamar and one opinion holds sarasa, It does exempt the Tsara. The question here really is whether the Yibam of an Amara Tekado is a is post facto a good yibum. Not, not so much does it pate the question is does it do anything? Is it are you kinda of this woman? So it says the Gemara Be'amana min ha'nesu'in, if we're dealing with an amana from Nesu'in, Kuleyama le'i pligi, everybody agrees, nobody argues, that she, that doesn't pater the tsara. Because an amana from Nesu'in is a lava ase. It's a lava ase. So now, we know that even though she's oila le'chalitza, as the Pasuk says, Yivimtai, but she's for sure not oila le'ibam. L'maysa, uh in the Ion Shiran, Chafam and Beis, I believe we saw the Shiloh of the Parshish Drachim, whether she's a Chaivei chrysos But even if she's not a Chaivei chrysos the Yibam is not effective. So Ba'amonah in other words, there's a Shiloh, whether the Eishas Ach comes back. Or do we say that since she's and Chalitza, she's not an Eishas Ach. But everybody agrees, K'le'amolot, Pligiduloi Patra. Everyone agrees she does not exempt. The aina say doichel es loy cannot push off. Ase. Ki Pligi, What do they argue about the almanu min haerusin? They argue about an almanu from erusin. Manda amar poitaris. Manda amar that it patters at sara Ase ase the ase comes v'dachis loy sase. Umanda amar ina Manda amar that it does not pater loy ase ase v'doichis loy the say does not push up the Lois ase. As the Gemara said earlier on Chafam Ebez, that uh, the opinion of Reish Lakish is say does not push up the Lois when there's an alternative to the Haseh. And the Gemara at this stage feels there's an alternative to Yibam, and that is what? Chalitza. Right? So, Kivan de Efsheba Chalitza. So, this is a Machloikis, whether Yibam to Almanah from Erison, which is... Uh, only a laugh whether we say ase is doiche, lois ase. Okay, so far so good. Meisrei frek the kanu. We learned in Abraisa that if someone does biya, if, um, if the koin gado does bia to the almana, yevet, he's kinder to yufta. So that refutes the manda amar that it doesn't pata the tzara. Says so the Gemara, well, let's say more than that. Let's say this refutes Reish because according to Reish lakish, that whenever there is an alternative to the Aseh, we don't say Aseh doich ase. And here the B'raith clearly says that even though there's an alternative to the Aseh, the Aseh is doich Says the so Gemara, no, it's not a, a di to Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish would agree when there's an alternative to the Aseh, we don't say Aseh doich it's just Rish Lakish is of the opinion that chalitza is not a valid alternative to the yasei. Says when do I say that if there's an alternative to the yasei, it's not the yasei the mitzvah, where you're mekayim a mitzvah? over here Khalitza yibam l'av mitzvah chalitza in the face of yibam is not a mitzvah, and therefore I agree." That in this case, ase would be doi chalais So it doesn't shlug up Reish Lakish, but it does shlug up the opinion that yibim uh, of the koin gado does not part the tzara. So certainly the yibum is her, but Reish Lakish would still agree that when there's an alternative to the ase, ase is not doi chalais It's just, chalitz is not a valid alternative to the ase. Okay. Now we learned. That there's a concept of shniyos. So before we go through the technicalities of what the shniyos are, the Shaila is Rabbeisai. Where is there a makar in the chumash that shniyos are asar? As we know, leka ramizi Ramizi raisa There's nothing that is not alluded to in the Torah. Even the gemara in Shabbos aleph that Rabbah would make a joke before he would start learning. That's also alluded to in the Torah. Where's the remez? You're supposed to joke around before you start learning. Um, the Ben Ma'ashri, the Sadek or Anana says the remez that you're supposed to say a joke before you start learning is from the pasuk V'haya ein v'haya elal l'shan simcha akev kaidem esek b'tayra v'haya akev tishma un es Fatima ma'ela v'haya. If you make a joke, then you'll understand the learning. But if the Rebbe has no sense of humor, or if his jokes fall flat, which is even worse than not having a sense of humor, then the, it's not going to work. But Lema Isa, Rav Shlomo Kluger says that not only are you supposed to make a joke in the beginning of the shir, you're supposed to make a joke in the end of the shir also. Where do we learn that from? He says we learn that from Smeichim B'tseisam V'sasim B'vayam. Not only is it V'sasem like, B'vayam, not only supposed to make a joke in the beginning like Rabbah, but it has to be Smeichem Betseisam. So basically, most of the shir is supposed to be jokes, with a little bit of learning interspersed. No, just joking. The main part is supposed to be the learning, but just uh, something funny in the beginning and the end. Okay. So anyway, the Gemara wants to know, Amar Remez L'shniois Menat nine. Where is there a remez to Shniois, which are Arayos Medjabbanon all of these abominations the men of the land did now the word hoel implies strength by arius it says it says hoel el implies strong strength that means strong arius hoel from here we see they're softer arayos. Umayinu. What are the softer arayos? Shniyos, secondary arayos. It says Gemara. ha'el lishna de Kashu. From where does it imply that the word ha'el has the uh, connotation of harsh? as it says, and the strong ones of the earth he took. So we see, Alay is strong. So if it says, by Arayos, as ka ha hoel, that implies there are softer Arayos. Says the Gemara, lema pligid rablevi. Let us say this disputes rablevi. Why dum rablevi? Rablevi said, kasha oinshan shall midois, yoiser me einshan shall arayos. More difficult is the punishment for midois, than the punishment for arayos. It, the uh, punishment for faulty measures is more severe than the punishment for arayos. Why? el. Because by arayos it says el. And by Midois it says elah. Says Hashem Kol say Ale Kol so since it says that, Arayos, that Midos that is worse than Arayos, so we see that Ale is not Kasha, because what's Kasha Midos, Where it says Ale is Kasha, not Ale. So Rava wanted to say Shneios are learned from the fact that it says by Arayos Ale, which implies harsh, that implies they're softer ones, but. But the shailah is, the shaila is that we know that Eila is the harsher one and ale is softer because Midois are more difficult than Arayos. It says Gemara, Eil, kashava kasha kashama Eil. No, el is harsh, but Eila is more harsh. So it says Eil by Arayos. That implies. Harsh arayos plus and softer one, but Ayla that it says by midos are more harsh. So Gemara asks, wait a second. By arayos it also says Ayla. So how could Levi say that midos are more kasha than arayos? Because by midos it says elah, and by arayos it just says el. By arayos it also says elah. Says the Gemara, Gabe arayos ha mute mi kares. No. The reason it says Eila by Arayos is not to teach that they're just as harsh as Midos. No, really they're softer, but because it says El. Eila is just saying that the punishment of kares is limited to Arayos and does not apply to Midos. So the question is then, if Arayos are of kares and Midos are not of kares, how are Midos more harsh than Arayos? says, Gemara, in what way are Midois more Chomor than Arayos? says, Gemara, Arayos, you could do Tshuva, so so long as you didn't produce a Mamzer, but for faulty measures, it's very difficult to do chuva. You can't really do chuva. Because so if you have faulty measures, and you don't know who to return to, um, it's very hard to return. Even though there's something called you could be Mesakin Sarcherabim, that's not a valid tshuva. Rabbi, Rabbi Huda Rabbi says, Let me show you the source in the Torah. For our of our This Shabbos, what's today, Monday? In a few days, in five days, we're going to be reading Ecclesiastes, Koeheles. And in Koeheles we read, the ve'chikar Tiken, m'shalim harbei. Shloimai was attentive and he investigated and he enacted many parables. Ve'amra'ula, Amar Lazar, shaba Shloimai. Before Solomon came, the Torah was similar to a basket that did not have handles. Until Solomon came, and he made handles for the Torah. Handles implies a way to grip the Torah, a way to guard the Torah, so it doesn't fall. So too, through the Shniyos, a person is a from Arayos. Rav Oisha says from here Expand it Don't transgress it Turn away from it From here we learn that one is supposed to um, magnify the Isra so you don't violate it Okay So Ravashi. Ravashi said What is Rav Oisha's, um philosophy similar to? La Adam Mishamer the guy who's guarding an orchard. Mishamra mi if he guards it from the outside, Kulay Mishtamr, it's entirely guarded. mi but if he guards it from the inside, shalfun of what's in front of him is guarded, shalakhrav One who guards from the inside of something, you're only guarding what's in front of you, not what's behind you. When you guard from the outside of something, you can guard the entire thing. The point being, what Rabbi Shia is saying is that if you expand the iser, you're more likely to be able to guard the iser. It says the Gemara of Ashi Rabbi Ashi's analogy is faulty because Rabbi Ashi is saying that without shniyos, you are guarded on some level. You could guard what's in front of you, but you can't guard what's behind you, but that's not true. Uh, Rav, that's not a good analogy. Because the truth is, without Schneis, nothing is sacrosanct. Um, nothing is sacred. Everything is uh, in danger of being, uh, f- being violated. When you guard something from the inside, at least what's in front of you is guarded. However, it, when it comes to Shniyot, if one doesn't have the Shniyos and he's guarding it from the inside, then you can't even guard what's in front of you. Even the Erva itself is in danger. Elav Shniyos, Paga erva Gufa. Without Shniyos, you could end up violating the Erva itself. Rav Kahana said, Me'hacha. Here is the source for Shniyos. U'shmartem es'meshmarti. You should guard my guarding. Asu Mishmarti. Make a guard for my guarding, meaning it's not enough not to do the yisur, but you should uh, um, enact safeguards. So, then the shnei are da'iraisa because uh, the Torah is saying you need to make safeguards. So, the shnei so are da'iraisa. They're not the rabbanon. So, Gemara says the concept is and the rabbis explained it what do you mean all the Torah the rabbis explained so this is not a this would be a the same way the rabbis explained everything we're not learning it from this Pasuk if we learned it from this Pasuk it would be a and then uh, the Rabbanon would be explaining it, but be, be, it would be no different than anything else. But rather the passage is just an asmachta ba'ama, and it's midra'banon. Okay, now we come to the fun part, and we start uh, listing what exactly are the Shniyas. What are the Shniyas? Okay, here we go. Tan Mahim Shneis. The rabbis taught, what are the Shneis? Aim imay. Your mother's mother. Rashi says your mother is written. And the rabbis were goys on your mother's mother, so you don't come to uh, live with your mother. Next. The aim of your father's mother. Rashi says there are goiz about your father's mother, lest you come to Aim Imai. Ay it's a Igzera. L'gzera. No, Kula Chod Fine. Eishas Avi Aviv. Your father's father's wife. Which uh, we're worried you might come to live with your father's wife. The Eishas Avi Imai and the wife of the father of your mother. Even though the wife of your father of your mother is Igzera because Eishas Avi Aviv. But it's all one Gazeera. The Aishas mina'im, and the wife of the bro- your father's brother from his mother, the wife of your father's brother from his mother. Mina It's only Assser the wife of your father's brother from his father. But we're afraid that if you're gonna allow to live with the wife of your father's brother from his mother, you're gonna come to live with the wife of your brother of your father's brother from his father. (laughs) The Isha's Achi Hoim Minaav and the wife of your mother's brother from her father. And the reason why we make this a gazera g- 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 is Mishum Ache Aviv Minhaim. It's a g- up to the previous case. The Kalasbina, your son's daughter in law. Basically. Your grandson's wife. The Kalasbita, your daughter's daughter in law. Rashi says, Kalas B'nai is because of your daughter-in-law. Kalas Bita is because of Khalas U adam chamif. A person's allowed to marry his father-in-law's wife. So that's just uh halacha. Your father in law's wife is mutter. Uveisha's charga, your stepson's wife. Meaning your wife's son's wife is mutter. V'eishes chargoy, your wife's son's wife. V'asar bevas chargoy, even though the wife of your stepson is mutter, the daughter of your stepson is asar. V'chargoy in your stepson, mutter Bishtai, is mutter in your wife, you're mutter in his wife and he's mutter in your wife. Ubita, your stepson is Mutter, and your daughter. The Eshes Chargai, the wife of your stepson, Oymerislai, could say to you, Animu Teres Lach, I'm Mutter to you, like we said, Eshes Chargai is Mutter. Ubiti asur Lach, my daughter is also to you. Now, I don't recommend that she has this actual conversation with you, it probably would not be great for Shalom Bayes. But she could say that to you if she wanted. Like if she never wanted to be invited to your house for sukkahs again, um, then she could say to you, I am mutter to you and my daughter is User to you. I mean, uh, talk about, uh, you know, uncomfortable conversations. But she could say to her... <laughs> her the wife of your stepson could say to you, I'm mutter to you, and my daughter is asr to you. Okay. I'm sure the stepfather would be very happy to hear that. So now the Gemara has an interesting question. In fact, the Gemara, Bas khargoi dairaisa hi. The daughter of your stepson is dairaisa, because basically, what is that? That's Bas dana. Isn't that right? Think about it, the daughter of your stepson. The daughter of your stepson is your wife's son's daughter. So you're living with a woman, and it's her son's daughter. So it's not a shnia it's a dairaisa. T'chseves bas b'naves bas says you're right. Mishum dekabay, lemme see seifa. Because the seifa wanted to teach. Eishes <speaking in Hebrew> chargoy the wife of your stepson could say to him, Ani lach. I am mutter to you. even though my daughters also the rabbis never made any decrees about me. So Tana Resha nami So the Rasha said, The daughter of your stepson, even though that's an Eser Dai raisa." Says the Gemara. Wait a second. There's another awkward conversation that could be had. In case you wanted to know, Nami. <speaking in Hebrew> right? We said your father-in-law's wife could say to you, Nami, Tema Animu Taraslach. I'm Right? So your father-in-law remarries. So he, she could say, I am mutter to you, and my daughter. My daughter is asserted to you. Now why is your father-in-law's wife's daughter asserted to you? She's your wife's sister. Now how's that? Somebody want to explain that to me? How is your father-in-law's wife's daughter Your sister-in-law. Again, this is the wife of your father-in-law. She had a daughter from a different guy. Now your wife is the daughter of your father-in-law, maybe from a different woman. So why is this daughter... Why is your father-in-law's wife's daughter and how is she your sister-in-law? Anybody know? I'm missing something here. Someone explain this? Well, originally I assumed that they were with a second marriage. That's why she was mutter. Right. So if it's a second marriage, so then her daughter, right, right. is not related to your wife. They don't have the same father, and lechara they don't have the same mother. No, otherwise she's your mother-in-law. Right. So obviously, Aisha's chametz is not Chamoisai. So not chamusai. He can have the same father though. What? They have the same father, even if they don't have the same mother. So, if they have, the, so it's talking about that they have the same father. Father-in-law, father-in-law got remarried. Now, this new wife had a daughter. So that daughter is the sister of how are they sisters. The because yeah. they have the same father. So you mean the father-in-law got remarried and he had he fathered a daughter with this new woman? Yeah. That's okay. So, in other words, so she's not your mother-in-law, right? But the daughter is your sister-in-law. Okay, is that that's the case? That's what we're saying, huh? Says the Gemara: "Ihachi eishas chameth nami So says the Gemara. Well. That case, it's not always for certain that this daughter or your sister-in-law is also to you because after your wife dies, she becomes mutter to you. says, Gemara, hapsikole. The fact that your stepson's daughter is also to you is, uh, all, is always a fact. It never changes. Is always the case. Halaypsikole. But the fact that your sister-in-law is also to you is not always the case because that could change. Why could that change? In a situation where uh that could change because uh if your wife dies, she becomes a mutter to you. Okay, that's all folks. We're gonna we're gonna do Amar base tomorrow, starting from the two dots. And Uh, What's tomorrow? uh, Tomorrow at 12 o'clock there is a Agra Dupirka shir on the the Kedusha of the Beis HaMikdash in the Sukkah. And that's that's Tuesday. Wednesday night there will also be a shir either in Williamsburg or in Cedarhurst but it will be uh, on uh, probably streaming. And uh, stay tuned for further shirim. And uh, in the meantime... Agatah Mayr. Benyamin, you want to say something? Yeah, yeah. I want to say something. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.